provides a mixture of interviews with guest experts on well-being, mindfulness, fulfilling a healthier lifestyle and some sneak peek episodes of behind the scenes projects that I have been collaborating on. Also special co-host episodes which I am super excited to invite onto my show. Please join me in this season for 10 episodes of Wholesome Discoveries. I really hope you enjoy listening to them as much as I've enjoyed creating them. After all, it's my mission to support and guide anyone who's listening to find the right path to improve your mental, physical and spiritual growth. It's going to be my privilege to open up the door to this wonderful world for you all. I would love it if you could take the time to rate, review subscribe and follow to my podcast it will help other people to find my channel so we can grow our like-minded nation all of the details for my website and social media platforms are in the show notes i want to launch us into a holistic education platform designed for like-minded people who are ready to seek an alternative solution to better their health the first step of many of our mindfulness journeys. Just before we delve into this week's episode, I would like to introduce you to my shiny new Evolve Memberships program, which I have personally created from my own experiences over the years of practicing personal development. It has definitely evolved me to become the person I am today. And I would love to share these techniques and some takeaway goodness for you. Within this program, it's for anyone who is looking at unleashing their superpower, personal development. After you have listened to this episode, why not pop over to my website at www.nicolapaulacademy.com. Nicola is spout N-I-C-O-L-A and Paul P-A-U-L-L. Over there you will find a more in-depth description. Show your interest by clicking on the waiting list button on the Evolve page, which you will find under the personal development tab on the home screen. Are you ready for a brand new you? So, without further ado, Here's this Monday's episode. I hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host Nicola and in today's episode I'm very honoured to have back onto my show Adam, the founder of Polite Club. As you will remember, I had the pleasure of introducing him as my guest in season one, where we discuss mental health issues relating to men who find it hard to talk about their deep emotional struggles. We also, talk, we also talked about topics regarding the reasons behind 
Adam creating a platform for both men and women who are looking for a safe space to be able to communicate and share their emotions. If you haven't had chance to listen to his episode, which is episode four in season one, head on over after you though have listened to today's episode. It's really inspiring and a great way to connect with others. On today's episode, we will discuss how individuals can learn to gain an understanding of the head, body, in brackets, vulnerability, capturing connection, and how that connection is vital in making real world change. Are you intrigued? Because I certainly am. And also, you will find this inspiring and there will be some takeaway tidbits from this episode. So without further ado, let's welcome Adam to our show. Hello. That's quite an intro. (laughs) (laughs) You know me, I like the intros. I like to big it up with my guests because at the end of the day, that is what this is about. It's your platform um for this episode um and really to be honest with you I'm I'm just so grateful that you've accepted to come on again to share some more of your insight into Plight Club well yeah thank you um yeah honored to be back and uh, honored to be asked back as well actually so um so yeah it's mutually mutually beneficial for or mutual kind of Love between us, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> oh, great. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like we said in, in our last episode, you know, that we're we're all on our journeys, even though there might be different sort of directions, but we're all sort of, you know, a, believing in very much about the mental mind, body and spirit connection. And, and if we can help each other out, you know, with whatever, you know, whatever it is, then absolutely. I think that's what it should be anyway in the world. It's all about love for me, Adam, I tell you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Amen to that, sister. <laughs> right. So I love the concept behind this, what we're going to talk about, right? So can you please explain to the listeners how and why connection clothing works? How, so what is the actual, the purpose behind that? And also what does vulnerable capturing mean right so um connection clothing was designed to be an enabler to break the ice essentially so if you're wearing an item of clothing um or the or the plight club you know either the plight club badge or a word that says vulnerable or fearless or flawed or you know even the heart symbol um people ask you about your t-shirt and that's what I noticed. And I was, and, and so by the nature of doing that, as soon as they do do that, they, um, you, and they say, they often say, where do you, they, they'll say, I like your t-shirt, where do you get it from? Uh, and so some, and then you have, then the person who's wearing it has to say plight club. Uh, and then uh, people then naturally say, what's plight club. And then they have to explain. And it's like, obviously plight club, it, as I say it is to, you know, it's to inspire and enable people to talk about feelings. And so the very next thing that you talk about isn't the weather. It's because you've already broken the ice with regards to feelings. Uh, and so that's why it's connection clothing. And then so when people talk openly about feelings, um, they're, whether they're 
positive or negative, but let you know, let's stick, let's go on the negative feelings at this point in time, or stuff that they feel um, scared about sharing, so being vulnerable. Um, it's then when the person, if whoever you're talking to, if they have a similar, you know, if they hold the space or they can they can relate to what you're saying or whatever it might be, it but it builds trust. It's like you automatically feel connected to that person or more connected to it. And there's psychology behind that that I'm, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm, but I understand the basics of it. And I'm sure a lot of psychologists would back that up and be able to give the signs what's happening in one's body behind that. Um, but it's kind of true and it works. So the theory of, um, uh, yeah, of the connection clothing is essentially, the, and that's this is where the vulnerability catch ring comes into it. So it's like vulnerability slash catch. And you can see it on, if you go on um, flightclub.co.uk forward slash how it works, the image is on there. Yeah. Um, and so the idea behind the clothing is that when someone, it, it encourages people to be vulnerable without them doing anything. Uh, and then it, it, it creates an opportunity for the other person to catch them. And then that's the vulnerability catch ring. And it and what that does is build trust between two humans. Brilliant. And so the more that we can do that in the society, this is where it links to real world change, the more connection each humans can have, regardless of color, creed, whatever, gender, doesn't matter. Oh, like ultimately we're humans at the top. Um, and so we want need to see each other as humans first. Uh, and that's where and that's what the point of the uh, vulnerability catch ring is. But the other thing that um, isn't explained in connection clothing is that we individually inside ourselves ha like have a vulnerability catch ring as well. So between our head and our body, and that's what it's referring to to, to do there. So, um, which I can talk more about unless you've got another question at this point in time. Um, no, go. carry on with that actually, because I want to sort of get in, yeah delve in deeper within each of the subtopics that we're going to talk about today. So yeah, go in a little bit more into more depth yeah. about that. Cool. Okay. So the same the same ring applies in, in your body. So when this is where I, uh, you know, the reason I started Plight Club is through suffering from anxiety uh, pretty badly, not as not day to day anxiety, but it was kind of bouts of anxiety, uh, which ironically, I almost had one, uh, like I always felt like I was about to spiral last night and I'll explain what happened um, um, later. But um, the Yes, the vulnerability capturing we have in our in our bodies is that when we're about to do something that is on the edge of our comfort zones or makes us feel uncomfortable or whatever, our body goes into fight, flight or freeze mode. And it's like we have this and, you know, we release adrenaline, lots of stuff goes on in our body and we are preparing to fight, flight or freeze. And so and it's that 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 energy is uncomfortable. It's like it's, it's a not a pleasant feeling because uh, it's designed to make us do something. Uh, and so what what the um, so that would be vulnerability, but we need to and we feel it in our brain. There's a thought very quickly connected to that of shit. This is not pleasant. I need to run away. With it. But the, the whole point about the vulnerability catch thing is that we need to trust when we feel vulnerable. We trust that our body will catch us because no matter what happens from a, an adrenaline point of view or a, you know that energy point of view, you're, you will be OK like your body will be okay. It might not feel like it, but it, you will be okay. You're not going to like combust or blow up. Are you, do you know what I mean? Like they're like taking it to extreme. So the, so the idea behind, behind that, that ring is that, um, or, or phrasing it that way is that if we can see that and notice the gap between body reaction and then a thought, and it is always that way around initially, like, but and I'm, when I'm talking to the, to, about that, it's like all of our, um, 
thoughts are triggered by a feeling when we're children and so and we get that's a like the 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 synapses or whatever there's a there's a link between the two made and as we get older every time we have that reaction we very quickly have the thought and it can also be triggered the other way around because the because the the links there that we have a thought and it triggers this horrible feeling in our body which is Mm -hmm. essentially what anxiety is and being in a spiral in that way Mm -hmm. but what we but what about the vulnerability catch ring is that we have an opportunity there's always a gap between there's a very very minute gap and through meditation and practices and things like that we can witness it and we can say okay that's that feeling and i'm not going to and i and i'm I'm, no, I'm aware of the pattern and i'm not going to be afraid of this and i'm not going to go on my usual thing so you know when you're as, a, as an example let's just say spiders or something so if someone's a, you know really really scared of spiders by looking at a picture of a spider initially you'll get that reaction but learning to sit in it and not run away from it, you'll gain confidence and do it. And, there's, and there is NLP and all those kind of things that mm. essentially do do that. Yeah. Um, but but being aware of the um, yeah of that mechanism within ourselves, we can then slowly but surely build confidence, which enables us to do things like reach out to another human being mm-hmm. and be vulnerable with them. And therefore, the vulnerability catch once we've got it established in our body and we are aware of it. Yeah. We can do the same thing with another human and each human should then, you know, if they catch us, great, I get more confidence there and then I'll do it again and do it again and then you extrapolate that out and everyone in the world becomes a much happier place, which is big thinking, of course, and it's like, it's not it's not like a magic wand situation, but that's kind of a mechanism that I feel would, will, will certainly help me um, for sure and I believe it would help others. Wow. <laughs> You're just great at explaining, dissecting, putting every putting it into a nice little box of just goodness and loveliness. And I that's why I just I so love it when you come on to you know to my show because it's something it's something about the way that you explain things that really is very nurturing to the soul and you just said before you started explaining that that something happened last night did you say what was mm. that uh well yeah last night so i've got because of the festival that's happening at the um end of the month yes um which is, yeah which we uh, plug later on but um check out the great connection festival.com <laughs> um cheeky little plug there um but i couldn't resist so <laughs> Um, but what so, but what happened last night was I've got a lot of things in my life moving, like let's say, and 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 it's and you can have positive anxiety as well as negative anxiety. Well, it's not; they're both anxiety, and it's but and it's a big label term. But it was just because there's a lot of things moving. I was like starting to feel like I was a little bit out of control, and so there's as with any anxiety, there's always an emotion, an energy emotion, an emotion underneath it. And so this one was fear that was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? So, you know, to put it into context, it's like obviously Polite Club is doing its thing. I'm doing I'm on a coaching course, which is taking up a lot of my time. I work full I work full time. Um, I'm running this fe- festival and, 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 and designing it and putting it all together. I'm about to start a new job on Monday. Um, not a, well, it's a conman, so it's, it's slightly different, but still. Um, and all these, and and I've also started um, seeing someone recently, and, and and that's romantically developing. And so there's just lots of moving parts. And I was like, so. And last yesterday, um, I was actually doing another um, interview, and um, or about to do another interview. And I was just like, I just felt my heartbeat was starting to raise, like like I was 
you know, about to have a panic attack. And I was just like, I can, I've been here before. And I had the thing, I've noticed the fear. And I was just like, okay, you've been here before, you know what to do and just breathe, do the thing. And I went and just did, I did some, I've got a pull up bar and I just did 10 pull ups just to quite alleviate the initial kind of symptoms, which calmed me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we got, I got chatting um, with, on the talk and my, my heart was pounding for most of it, which, um, um, but it was just like, okay. And then as I got into it, I started to relax a bit more and it was fine. And like, so it, it's all about accepting the energy movement. But then this morning, um, uh, I woke up feeling, didn't feel much about the anxiety, but I know that the energy was still, um, still around, let's say, uh, and it hadn't passed through. And that's what um, a lot of anxiety is. And if you just link it between love and fear, like anxiety is often you know, lo- love is trying to pass through us. Uh, and then when we have a fear about something, it blocks it, blocks its flow, let's say. If yeah. you want to use love or energy, it depends whatever language you want to use. There's yeah. energy wanting to flow. And if you want, if certain things that are naysayers, whoa, hang on, sorry, that, that's actually apt timing. How did that happen? <laughs> sorry about that. That's Pantera that I was listening to this morning. And I'm going to close that. So... <laughs> Do you know, I don't even know if I want to edit that bit. I think I want to leave that bit in the show. It's actually really relevant, really relevant to the story. So something just happened then, which is amazing. Oh, my God. Um, No, don't edit it out because that's like, I'm not going to. It's funny. It's just you. That is you. Like, this is you (laughs) and this is who you are. This is the raw Adam, right? Yeah. So I use like I use Pantera, the the album of Pantera, the very the very best of Pantera. To, if I need to concentrate, I call it going Pantera. For some reason, that like really hardcore rock music makes me concentrate. Oh my god, that do you know that's weird. You should say that about music though, because that is a vibration on its. That's on another. That's yeah. another subtopic. You know, definitely music is a part of every part of your emotion, whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's good but to know that that's your one <laughs> but that's well but we're all resonant like that. we're obviously all energy it all resonates and that kind of thing yeah. so the sound healing is a very beautiful practice Absolutely. and it does help and energy move through like when you get the right resonance it mm-hmm. like triggers you and you can obviously things get released and you're feeling like you're crying for no re- peculiar reason yeah and so that's why it's relevant is because this morning i was listening i was in an absolute buzzing mood and then i was like i need to concentrate so i started listening to this um pantera album and I, um, I thought about me and my brother um, in a mosh pit, like yeah. going for it, like losing our shit and going yeah. for it. And it just made me really emotional. And like, normally I'll be like, okay, fill up. But then I burst into tears. And I was like, okay. holy crap. Like, I was like, oh, okay. And I'm not one that, like, I find it quite difficult to cry. Like, don't get me like, And that was so really surprised me. But I just noticed it and it was like, ah, oh, okay. I tr- that energy that's been trapped just went. And yeah. that was it being released. And so like you, you can release energy like there's a like tears or laughter or whatever or even words yeah it yeah. is and that's why talking is so important is you're converting energy from one state to another which is either sound or tears are coming out or that and you're yeah. moving in a certain way and so you're the energy needs to go somewhere and it's like in science those for the naysayers the first law of thermodynamic um, thermodynamics is that energy has to be has to transfer it doesn't disappear like there's the same no. amount of energy in the universe as there always has been yeah and um and so it goes somewhere and it transfers between two things and that we're the, we are that we're like there's on a quantum physics level humans are vibrating there's residents and all this and when energy gets trapped 
we feel it in the sense of anxiety or whatever it might be. And then, but the way to release it, one way is um, the sticking plasters. But in order for it to actually go, you need to process the emotion, yeah. which is the underlying thing, which is like fear or guilt or shame or whatever. And it's yeah. until the moment you do that the energy was, it will still affect your behavior. And, and quite often it's a subconscious um, mm. effect on your behavior. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely agree with you there. Yeah. I mean, once you start unblocking, you know, the traumas, you know, whatever it is, but it's it's inward, isn't it? Like you said, you know, it's sort of it, it could only it could just take that one little thing to trigger it. But once it's been released, because you've recognized it, you know, my goodness me, with that over time, um and you know with doing the work on yourself you, you can you can find you can s- notice some, some significant changes you know yeah, within sure. you know it's just and it's right before you as well and you just think I don't even recognize the person I was back then because you know I've done so much work on my inner self you know like you said yeah. I'm living so, proof of that like like I've, my my me three years ago five years ago we're, we're dealing with anxiety the journey I've been on in the last three years from you know from the way i used to deal with anxiety was exercise the shit out of it uh, and that's all i did mm. um uh, and there's benefits to that keeps you fit and healthy in the body but it, as in muscularly not in the sense yeah. of um energetically mm-hmm. uh, that we've been refer- referring to but it's also always a sticking plaster and it's useful at times like as i said yesterday i used it as a tool and very quickly burnt a bit of energy yeah. Um, and that which and which help re- alleviate some of the sim- symptoms of anxiety yeah um but you but in, yeah as i said like the the doesn't get root down to the root cause no and my root you know my root causes of control and fear of abandonment and various different things i've not I've, i don't think i'm finished i don't think you're ever finished but um no hopefully not but and there's always work to be done but i've reprocessed a lot of that stuff and it's enabled all this to unfold yeah Hundred percent. Oh God, yeah. I believe. I believe me personally that we're evolving until we die. You know, I mean, we're continuously working on our own stuff. Yeah. Um. So, just just to sort of briefly finish off with the with that sort of topic of um, the connection clothing. So, um, is what's what's the background behind that? Then the clothing side of it. So, what you know, what what's the purpose of that? I mean, I know you explained obviously what the you know imagery is on each of the shirts and how that works, but just just tell us a little bit about the actual clothing side of this. Yeah, um, I need to go back a bit in order to <clears throat> go forward with regards to the uh, explanation explanation of the clothing. Is like so, but very briefly, for those that listen to the first podcast or will listen, to it, there's an explanation of where Flight Club came from, and so I'll paraphrase. It was like I was at a men's group. There was an energetic shift that I felt and I didn't know what it was for the first time. And I just thought, I don't know what that is, but the world needs more of it in short. Um, And so, and then I thought about the name Flight Club and like, which came out of the blue. I was like, okay. And then I didn't know what what to do with it. Like I I, I got it and I was like, okay, the first rule is you do talk about it. That's kind of funny, ha ha. Uh, And then I was like, okay. And and, And the whole thing has been an evolution and it still is. And it's like, I never expect it to be a set fixed thing so connection clothing is what it is right now but i don't know in x amount of time it might be something completely different it's just what the what i feel and that the the world may need at that time at this Mm -hmm. time at this point maybe it is continues in that way but but the clothing came about or the name connection clothing 
because I wanted to test whether Plight Club was interesting. So I literally put a name, put the word Plight Club on a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went out and people asked me about it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, a couple of times, not loads, and like, like a few people asked me about it. But that was enough. I, I work in um, business growth um, consultancy, and that's a technique is uh, experimentation. So you try something with a small amount of investment, which was just 10 quid for a T-shirt, to see whether your hunch is correct. And it was ish, you know. So I got enough of a steer to invest a bit more. So I bought some badges in the same context and did the same thing. But then I noticed that when I noticed rather that when people saw the badge and they asked what Plight Club is, and then you went into the conversation around um, um, feelings, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And then and that's when I thought, well, I'm going to launch the website and do the clothing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't call it connection clothing um, initially, and it was I didn't call it anything, but. Um, but I noticed what it was and it took me ages. It sounds really connection clothing is so screamingly obvious what it is, but it didn't come overnight. That just like that for, uh, um, you know, for a process of letting things be and it evolving. All of a sudden I was like, what is this? What does it do? And I went, it's connect. It brings people together. It's connection. What yeah. else is it? Clothing. And I was like, holy shit, that's so obvious. Connection clothing. And that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's where it became from. And, and so now, and this is where, you know, starting to go on to the deeper bits of Plight Club is that there's, there's three three elements to it. Um, the those that wear the brand um, obviously it benefits you as an individual, but the idea is that the the profits from the connection clothing go to connection coaching. Mm-hmm. So so the connection coaching, which I'm currently in the process of training to be, uh, and if anyone listening at the moment, I'm last actually after practice clients. So if anyone's interested in being coached at this exact moment. Uh, which okay. is, uh, then please get in contact. Is um, that is that leading us on to the next question I was going to talk about, which was real world change with the three C's? Yes. Can is. we? Is this now right? So do you want to continue then? And then that's that's I've just answered. I've just asked the question. So yeah, talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, yeah. So you, the three C's of Plight Club are um, connection coaching. Uh, sorry, connection community which is the clothes and the festival. And then hopefully there's going to be some, well, I plan for them to be spaces as well, but obviously we're in lockdown. So that's kind of, um, yeah, poo-poo at this point in time. But then the other, the next C is coaching. So connection coaching. And the final C is uh, connection consultancy. And the consultancy bit is kind of completely under the radar with regards to the brand, but it's, it's, it's helping businesses connect internally with their teams uh, and also externally with their customers. So I've been working in like innovation consultancy for five years or so, maybe more. And I've been a creative and involved in creation for a long time. Um, but I, I always, there was always this thing, what, what do you do as a job? Uh, I say, and I'd say an innovation consultant. And I go, what, what, <laughs> what, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, and, and which is fair enough, because it kind of is a bit. So I used to, I used to say, we, we, what I do is go into businesses and help gain them confidence to change direction or try something new. Um, which is what you do in coaching and, and you do and the same thing. So, um, and, but the consultancy bit now and about, uh, I think if, if uh, and what I've learned through doing quite a few, working with quite a few businesses, is that if you sort out the communication in a business internally within teams, and also you sort out the communication with your customers, innovation looks after itself, like mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I want to focus on the, that, that connection uh, in, in that way. Um, but in order for people to be to really connect in a business, 
you have to, there's, a, you know, there needs to be space made to be vulnerable and do all those and honestly and authentically connect into all those things. So you apply the logic from business coaching and actually life coaching in that way and bring marry the two together in the workspace. You can start to make teams really gel and really like really people, A, really enjoy their job and really passionate about it and get what they do. And mental health in the workplace right now is obviously critical and it's like it, it's 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 become more more critical since lockdown but it's 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 the one benefit that lockdown has done is shined a light on it which mm. is which is really really important and i would say that any business that doesn't have mental health and sustainability at the top of its strategy and agenda you're barking up the wrong tree if you're just yeah. if you're there for economic gain stop what you're doing and have a word with yourself and and, yeah. and and have a think because you're like people are gonna hope what well, they will because the, you know everyone knows like the planet is in trouble people are in trouble we need to like, get together and um and, and sort it out so mm-hmm. the idea of the three c's is that if you imagine a venn diagram of you've got connected community which is societal change you've got um connection coaching which is individual change so personal development yeah. And then you've got um, the con- consultancy, which is helping on an economic thing to help a business change. Mm-hmm. But in order for those three things, in order for real world change to happen, those three things all need to grow and change. So yeah. you imagine the Venn diagram, the, the, the middle bit of the Venn diagram of the three circles meeting is the bit where real, real world change happens. Yeah, I like the diagram. Actually, I'm going to put all the the links and everything in the show notes to where they need to actually go to for what we've been talking about today. And I actually love again the image that you've you know you've described it perfectly um, with the image that you've actually got on on your mm. website. And it's just it just it's plain and simple, really. When you look at it, you've made it yeah. so you know you simplified it all of it so um yeah sorry no, 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 that's like that. <laughs> thank you for saying that and it's like it's, it's it's something that's kind of materialized over it's like i've um i did i it's almost like i've sculpted it or something over time or just let it be because i didn't as i said it's an evolution and i just kind of followed feelings and direction and listened and whatnot and it feels very purposeful where i am now mm-hmm. uh, and this and the whole thing of the vulnerability capturing and the real world change um and three c's it just fits and it's and 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 and, and it the what i believe humans need in order to be able to understand something me particularly is i need to boil it down into like really base stuff to yeah. be able to pull out it once and then once i've grasped it then you can start to have fun with it like yeah then because but you because you've got the you know the real fundamental chunk of the tree kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, and so then you can like i think elon musk said that like about the trunk you get the he he does this thing where he like you, you uh, with regards to any complex subject he's like you've got the leaves of the tree which is the complex subject but if you can get right down to the the, the root and the base level of it yeah it's at that point you can start to yeah start to play with it but as an as an example for the for the um for the three c's if you like i i know um myself like if i went into a supermarket and um it was lunchtime and i'm and i'm hungry it i shouldn't buy single-use plastic like i know that mm-hmm. but but if i'm hungry that's that just goes out the window it's like like i you know i'm hungry so it, and it's available so i will purchase it because to alleviate my hunger Mm-hmm. Uh, and so which is perfectly fine that's like that is reasonable to do so yeah. in order to, to in order to shift society in that way there needs to be no single-use plastic at the point of my my purchase mm-hmm. so in order to in order for that to happen 
the businesses need to take responsibility for that or the government need to make the businesses take responsibility for that and take away and just i don't know why governments just don't ban single-use plastic overnight do you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. not overnight but give them six months but, or something but yeah yeah mm-hmm. change the thing it's like because you know we would evolve like we evolved uh, sorry we, we would um, innovate like we did you know we managed when you know lockdown kicked in we like very quickly evolved and we had because we were forced to like it was the and and so in the situation where that is these these big businesses that are making plastic do all those things like it, it oh, i know I'll, I'll go off on a bloody soapbox rant about the the, the state of the planet and all that kind of thing but I'm sure the listeners and people know that, you know, something needs to be done and it's not being done. So it's like, you know, anyway, so um, that was just to illustrate the point that the, the three C's coming together there is that personal development is that I can witness that I'm aware of my own behavior and I accept that I will buy something and because of the plastic and I'm okay with that. I'm not going to feel super guilty because it's not really my fault in 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 that context mm-hmm. uh, and then um obviously with the c of um uh, of the consultancy is that the the business needs to change its its um its ways essentially and and, and then the obviously the the community bit of it is left out at that point but it's whether all three things come together um that, that, that it meets that it matters yeah i actually like what you've you've put um this piece is like a paragraph on that on your actual um pipe club website and it um, says for conscious growth to last there you know there has to be clarity passion authenticity and drive and through the three c's of connection plight club creates spaces for them to surface then engages that energy to encourage real change i mean that is just like powerful that's yeah, so yeah. powerful hopefully i've only from yeah i think thank you for saying that but because <clears throat> just in my experience it's like um, people only do stuff when they really care about it, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, and yeah. so, <clears throat> so obviously mental health, Ply Clubs are very much in mental health. But, and I, I think that the, the two, oh, two major problems with the world at this point in time is that, it, 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 don't, that, that's, that's a very flippant thing to say, but being umbrella approach is that um, mental health and sustainability, they, those, we need to sort that shit out, those two mm. things. And that would help with a lot of other problems. I know mm. there are loads of other, a myriad of other problems in the world. So, yeah. so I don't want to be seen as not caring because that's not what I mean. Um, but, the, but when you come down to... Um, in order to care about something, you have to have a bodily reaction to it. Yeah. You have to have an emotion to it. Mm-hmm. Because, because you don't, if you just, if it's just in your brain, it's not, you don't have that drive. You're never going to get that passion behind it. Yeah. And so, so that's, um, yeah. So that's what I'm re- referring to with, with regards to the authenticity in order, and to it, to invoke an uh, authentic reaction. I've actually put, there's an article on um, Medium about it. Mm-hmm. Um, where in order to to do that, there are workshops you can do, do particularly sustainability workshops you can do. So, but w- people can hear about sustainability till they're blue in the face. And in all honesty, the the effects on the planet aren't my. They're not my what I call a prime driver. In order to to make want to make a difference, which they will be, and they because it hasn't, but it hasn't had a physical impact on me yet. Yeah. Like apart from this obvious a bit of weather and stuff in England, it is like that. But as an example, if I lived in Bangladesh and the, the ice caps do just melt and then our Bangladesh goes into water, mm-hmm. those people are going to really, really start to care about 
uh, uh, about climate change and things like that. But it, what really, what the thing that um, bugs me about it, and the the thing that makes me really passionate about it, is my arguably my I worked out my prime driver is um, realizing potential, and so the the converse of that is loss of potential, mm. and so if companies are doing other things than concentrating on mental health and sustainability. Yes. With regards to their strategy, obviously I know they've got to get pay wages and I get all that, but strategically I'm talking about here. Um, they are, it's a waste of time. They're wasting time. And so that's what frustrates me. That's, that's the bit that really gets my goat and I, I want to do something about. Uh, about. Um, but that's, uh, yes, yeah, so I've got I've rattled off on one again, but that's <laughs> where it comes to. The authenticity is the, is the point. And, the, and in order to create drive, you need to have an emotion behind that um, because how do you get people to care? That's the thing. How do yeah. you actually get people to care? And there are ways and means to do it. Yeah. But this, you know, the subject of mental health to get people to care about mental health is because mm-hmm. it's very localized. What I've noticed is people do are all gung ho about vulnerability. Yes, let's do it. But when you turn the mirror, you know, round and go, okay, what about yours? Mm-hmm. Like, how, this is now time it's really scary and I, I'm not knocking him for it because I've been there but it, it's like it's a scary thing but yeah. that fear is no it's not going anywhere like we have to learn and this is where the vulnerability catch thing comes comes in we have to learn that it is okay yeah it's okay not to be okay but it's the the thing we need to learn is that it's not going to harm us inside like that yeah. feeling isn't actually going to harm us mm-hmm. and if you just sit you can sit through and weather the storm you can it, you can ride it out and not, you know, as long as, I'm not saying because obviously there's things people do to they drink, take drugs and do all these things uh, to to squash that feeling down because they don't want to feel it. Mm-hmm. But that's where the what we people need, I think, and I've been through it is break down in tears and sob and cry and, and be vulnerable and weak. And like, like people I'm, I was about to say the word pathetic, because but it's not. But you feel it at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like. You do that, and if you can be in a safe space, you come out the other side. Like the clouds have parted, and it's like, oh my god, this weight has gone off, lifted off my mind. Uh, but then that thing that was bothering you—I'm not saying it just magically disappears. No. But, it, but the, the 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 volatility of the reaction isn't there as much. Um, and do yeah. you feel as well that when you're when that ha- when that is happening, and you're doing a transition, like a massive transition, that you have to make sure you've got the right people around you as well? Dodgy, like, yeah support network and I mean exactly you know with plight club you you've got a great platform there where you know I mean I've I I explained it in my introduction as um as I was introducing you onto this episode that on your platform you know it's for men and women that they do they are maybe struggling and you know maybe they haven't got outside people that can help them and stuff and your platform is just the best you know that it's just the greatest place to be you know what I mean so yeah well with the um the coaching element of it it's like you have coaches they're guides you know what mm-hmm. I mean the, the people that have I'm not saying that coaches have all the answers but but they don't by and, and but they are perhaps like they maybe have been through some stuff there's a reason why they're a coach if you know yeah. what I mean. so, so they would have gone through something that, yeah. And then they would have perhaps been coached or gone to therapy and gone, oh, well, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then they can do that. So they can help. At least what they can do is create a space or hold space yeah. for them. And, and it's very important to get the right coach as well or the right therapist. Because my, my, the first therapist I went to, she sat on the other side of the room and I sat on one side of the room. And it was really cold and horrible. It was like really, um, like, and it was all right. I, but we just didn't have an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. 
And I think she wanted it that way, which is no disrespect to her, but that's that's fine. But the coaching practice that I'm learning is much more of a journey together mm-hmm. and it's bonding and you do all these things. And it really works and, and helps um, unlock you know, really deep stuff. It's integral yeah. coaching is the term. Yeah. Um, but what, what, what was your... Oh, yeah, about having people around. Like, yes. it's, it's not something that... This is not to be messed around with, for mm. sure. Mm. Like, because when you're in a when you do let your guard down you're mm-hmm. like and i use the uh, the analogy of a lobster i don't know if you know lobster, you know when lobsters grow like they shed they have to shed their shell mm-hmm. so there's a period like so i don't know like lobsters like live for a, i think quite a long time but um but they over, over time in their lives they must shell shed their shell like seven or eight times say and i think humans do a similar kind of thing Mm-hmm. But there's a moment after they, well, there's a moment before their shell gets really tight and it's uncomfortable, which, you know, that's what anxiety feels like, I guess. But then there's a bit where they, once they shed their shell, um, they are vulnerable because they're soft. I don't know if that's where you get soft, soft shell crabs from. I don't think so. So anyway, but, um, <laughs> but, but they, but they, yeah, there's that moment where they're really, really vulnerable to um, being attacked mm-hmm. um, as are humans. So as our people, and so as at that moment, there's a term which is called integration. So once you've gone through a transition that way, the, there is a you need even though you might not necessarily cognitively think, oh yeah, I can crack on do other things. It's like you actually need a bit of time to just let things settle and let things move back in and and do that and integrate back into society and ar- and arguably harden up a little bit, like because you do yeah. need you know we live in a society that we live in and yeah. we can't all be vulnerable at all the time because. Mm we wouldn't be able to survive in society. function yeah <laughs> yeah but there are moments where you know we've hot that shell i think is hardened to like for, for my shell had certainly hardened too much uh, mm-hmm. and now i've now i've managed to um you know soften it and break through and and i where did i i think it was brene brown that was it she uses the term it's like soft front hard back like so stand up straight do all those things which is like really really important and even just standing up straight makes you feel better yeah but like but have us be soft at the front and so your heart's open and, and, and this kind of oh thing. wow yeah and so and which is like her work like Brenny brown legend mm-hmm. uh, like so listening to her um oh, like braving the wildness braving the wilderness i think it is is one of her reasons i read listened to the book and what she says in that i'm like go on girl that's just banging it really yeah. like it resonates so much yeah um, and so yeah if she's listening Brené, i'd like, to, like i'd love to have a chat <laughs> It'd be amazing <laughs> if she's listening i'll definitely have her on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair play get her on yeah have you got any festivals coming up through the year any other mm. festival dates um none planned at this point in time okay. like, but there will but the great like the great connection festival the one that's that ha- that's happening or happened in january yeah um at the end of january that's the second iteration of it and okay. so i'm pretty sure there's going to be a third Okay. Um, and, and 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 the idea is that there's it's moving towards um like a real life physical one. You know, sure. Obviously. Yeah. Perfect. So so in in maybe I don't I don't think because this year it's not going to be physical again. So it might be in 2022 the mm-hmm. first physical one. Um, okay. And then and then there'll but there'll be another um there'll be another digital one probably in the colder months like so either this side of Christmas or the other side of like so in January next year perfect um, more than likely depending on what's happened there's loads of things moving but there will definitely be another festival whether it's next year I don't know 
Perfect. So just before we go, I would love for the listeners to know where they can contact you if they obviously didn't get a chance to listen to your last episode. So where can they reach out? Um, on Instagram, really. Like it's, it's the easiest way. So um, it was Plight Club HQ on Instagram. But then also if you go on the contact us on Plight Club, this website, there's, um, there's a contact us. Um, and so you can that email comes direct through to me um because obviously plight club at this point in time is is very small like and uh, and and the idea is that it, it will grow and so hopefully with the the aid of your listeners it will grow and like um what i'd love people to take away is that plight club stands for real world change like that's what it stands for as a brand level um and it really helps and you and I, the, the thing that the clothing does the connection clothing a it helps you because it because you're wearing something on your chest that encourages you to be more vulnerable and more open. It pushes you, gives you a nudge. Also, it will bring people closer to you and you'll get better, easier, connect more easily that way. But by wearing the brand, like, like I feel anyway, that I'm part of the part of a solution or part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's like, I, I, you know, I don't want to wear clothes anymore that, that aren't doing the right thing. And I think there's loads of people that like that, actually. There's loads of people who don't want to, but, and hats off to them, and it's great. And there's, yeah. and I think that, you know, people that have been super sustainable do all those things. There's people that are way more sustainable and way more eco-friendly than, than I am. Yeah. But I'm, I'm my, you know, I, I, my, my battle or my, my chosen vocation is mental health, like the mental health and helping with sustainability. And mm-hmm. like I can't, you know, one can't do everything in that context. So, but but, but like let's start, like if the world stopped if the world stopped buying shit mm. the shit wouldn't get created like mm-hmm. that's what that's the major thing so so like so let's stop it <laughs> yeah and i but 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 i also appreciate that obviously people in different monetary situations fair enough but i was you know i'm i'm not you know super uh, i don't i'm not super affluent right uh, with now but i shopped at charity shops like you know, and and I love shopping at charity shops. It's like you get a bargain, but you get some you know, great stuff. Honestly, yeah, some things yeah. that people just wear once and still got the label on. I just can't believe this. It's just what's going on. But that's a much more sustainable way of living. Is mm-hmm. like okay, go to a charity shop and you'll and it feel even though something in there might be say from a brand, but there's only one of them, and you feel mm. like you've got like a one off. Yeah, kind of like oh, okay, cool. <laughs> even though you know it's secretly from a big brand. But it's in there. But that's a, well, that's 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 um, whatever the, the 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 way of recycling. I can't remember whether the, um, there's a term for it. But um, that's that's the way we start need to start living is by yeah. like reusing stuff rather than mm. buying new stuff. And I appreciate I'm saying that that plight but plight club is creating new clothes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but please do if you see a, a plight club T-shirt in a charity shop, mm. buy buy it there first. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter about the money. Buy it there first because that's the right way to do it. Yeah. If you feel thrown in a charity shop already, that's not fair enough. But that would probably be won't, won't be for a while. But, um, no. but, um, but that's it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going off on a little rant again. But, um, <laughs> so, okay. but yeah, so, you, right. so you can contact me, Flight Club HQ, or on email on the on the website. Perfect, Adam. Well, I've just got to say, I've got to say it again, and I will keep on saying it. That thank you, thank you for your time, um, and with the listeners that have listened to today's episode I know 100% that you will have some takeaway tidbits from this episode and really you know some pretty profound in you know out there mind-blowing topics that we've touched base with today and 
and that you're going to resonate as well completely with what this discussion, you know, that we spoke about. And I just want to say again, Adam, you know, if in the future you could come on again and we can talk about yeah. loads and loads of different other things that we sort of both connect with, absolutely would love that. So for mm, now. Yeah, count me in. But just on that, just on just before you go, that yeah, go. Thing, if, if someone's <laughs> listening, if yes. someone's listening and they do feel an energy movement whilst listening to this, act on it yes. that's what it that that thing is telling you to do something and yes. then don't let your brain stop you doing the thing that you feel if you feel passionate about something do it yeah life's too short 100 100 yes if something resonates if you're feeling that real vibration like it's yes. rocking your core don't let, means, your brain, don't let your brain talk yourself out. No, no, exactly. That's right. You act on that and literally, change, you know, every person that can change the world in the tiniest, tiniest way, oh, my God, the, the world will be a different place. Honest to God, it would be. But yeah. I just want to thank you, Adam. Until next time, listeners, um, for next Monday's episode. Until then, love and light. Cheers, guys. do hope you have gained some further insight into this episode today and now have some takeaway positivity i thank you for your time before we go show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on apple podcasts please do share the podcast with your friends and family or anyone you know that could benefit from these episodes you can listen to your favorite episodes on apple podcast Google Podcast, Spotify, my podcast website, which is www.thenicolapaulapproach.com. Stay tuned for next Monday morning's episode with another guest appearance. Love and light.